Today is a great day for car wash. Yeah, sure. Car wash. <laughs> <laughs> this is the car wash on the SL podcast. She's a song on a car. Good day and welcome to episode number 91 of the car wash. On today's show, fans back in the stadium, question mark. Truta's job on the line and drug testing is back. Whether you are tuning in on slpodcast.co.za, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, or Mahi Ken 96.7 Game Time, welcome to the show. I'm your host, Sean Roberts. And of course, I'm not alone. Please welcome my good friend, Teko Madisa. Hey, how are you, Shonisto? Good, and you, Tex? What's happening, your side, buddy? Busy, busy, I see. Yeah, I'm busy, but um, uh, we continue. We, we, we leave. We leave, my friend. We're making progress. And talking about progress, my jokes are progressing weekly. How's that going, bro? <laughs> so, why is it cheaper to throw a party in a haunted house? Because the ghosts will bring the booze. Ah, come ah. on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Eh? Yeah, okay. Not, not we bad. don't believe in ghosts as black people, so. You don't? No. Spirits. Yeah, maybe. Okay. Whatever. Yeah. yeah, that's another podcast altogether. Um, <laughs> so let, let's let's just chat about what's been happening in terms of uh, the government deciding and then not deciding and then giving the go ahead and then not giving the go ahead, then allowing X amount of fans in the stadium but only vaccinated. And now all of a sudden, I think it was yesterday, um, Aiden, our producer, alluded us to the fact that it is now only 165 people, vaccinated people, allowed in the stadium. And mm. Teko, we were just talking off air and, and uh, you enlightened us that if you look at the emergency staff there, the backroom staff, the television crew, you're already up to about 160, 170. So uh, do you think they're talking about actual fans allowed or is it, is it still going to be empty? I think I think this they're talking of actual fans because they can't be considering both teams and their staff members and the securities and uh, and uh, and, the, and the production side because yeah. if you count everybody that's on game day um it's it's for me I think it's more than 200 because I don't know from 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 production side how many are allowed since of the regulation but I'm yeah. sure over 60 over 70 people that comes through to do the game and for me to be to 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 come back to the situation of 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 of, of uh, fans coming back into the stadium I think we need to be realistic about it mm. I think the reality is we 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 are allowed to go to um establishment that uh, or gatherings that are 2000 2,000, two, two, two squad, two K. We are allowed to together with 2,000 people, but at the stadium, you only allowed to have 200. So how does that make sense? It's a fucking joke. Yeah. We we have we have a, we have a capacity. FNB is a capacity of 90,000 or something, right? I, I let me let me say this, Sean. With with fans that needs to come to the stadium that are vaccinated, I don't have a problem with that because we want to drive the vaccination. What I'm saying is, find a solution in, in, in this way. All these teams, uh, um, let's say maybe Mebelin Sundance is playing Kaiser Chiefs in two weeks' time. Yeah. They're saying to Kaiser Chiefs, if you want the fans to come into, they say to Sundance, if you want your fans to come through to the stadium, we can only give you maybe, let's say, um, 10,000 capacity. Yeah. 10,000 fans to come through, and then you split half up between Kaiser Chiefs. 
only if you manage to get all the fans that are coming to the stadium vaccinated. So us as Mamlin Sundowns or, or, or any other team that have been given that responsibility, you go to where your fans are. You make sure that your fans are vaccinated because you want them to come play to the stadium. Sure. Do you understand what I'm saying? So it, it, in that way, the drive of vaccination come, becomes quicker. But yeah. then you, you can't come and tell us that, okay, guys, the final MTN, let's say, for instance, they say, let's test it with MTN final. Mm. Then MTN final is at, uh, uh, in Durban because mm. it's been in Durban. And then you go to Durban and the capacity is 90,000 because that's a World Cup, that's a World Cup stadium, 90,000 sure. capacity. And then you say, guys, no. Stadium, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll build the stages for people to perform, but only 200 people must come through. But <laughs> outside the stadium, like the pubs and what, what, we can gather to 2,000, it's fine. You can go to churches, it's fine. Yeah. I mean, really, guys. It, it doesn't make sense. I mean, but we, we saw a glimpse of it with the uh, final against Ethiopia, which we'll talk about now. And I think it was, was 2,000 allowed. Was it? Was that the rule in the stadium? Yeah, I think so. I think so, yeah. We'll check so, with, our, with our producer. Mr. Facts. The stats. And then, um, and then literally a few days later, the government's changed its mind again. So, but it, yeah, Look, it's it, like what you said, so it makes no sense. We're allowed 2,000 people at a gathering at an outdoor event. But, but and football is an outdoor event, bro. <sighs> it's a fing outdoor event. It's summer, it's 32 degrees. You Some games split place. the people, right? Like we well, split the people. Yeah. Give the teams that are playing home uh, uh, a responsibility to to make sure that uh, uh, the stands people mm. sit accordingly. But don't don't tell us two hundred or the capacity of a ninety thousand stadium, and then yeah. what what's that? You might as well tell the production crew to to come and watch the game. Yeah, it's it, it's obviously some. I don't know if it's hidden agendas or what, but it's just... No, there's a problem. Look, dude, I'm, I'm, I'm not in the political space and I don't want to get into politics, but it's just that something needs to be sorted out in terms of sports. Mm. I think it's, we've been neglected for a long time and, 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 and I'm sure that people that are involved in those type of positions are, 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 are talking the talk, but I just, I just feel like with, the, with what's happening right now, we need to get into a conclusion. Mm. If, if, even if it means uh, teams getting responsibilities or, or doing their CSIs, making sure that their fans get vaccinated so and come back into the stadium. Yeah, that's, that's such a good point, eh? And uh, Aiden, just make a note of that, please. Like, in terms of are teams doing any of these sort of drives? I mean, I know you're an ambassador now of Sundowns, which is amazing, which we can also get into in another podcast, but um, are, are Sundowns pushing this? Are, are, are the boys on the road with their masks and, and encouraging guys to vaccinate? Look, look, I think I think at Sundowns, we, 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 we I, I don't I don't think any team let me just speak about Sundance because we haven't had this discussion yet but I think any team that can be uh, given that responsibility mm. right every team now wants their fans to come back irrespective of how many fans you have like for instance for smaller teams like uh, the, the teams that we know that they've got like 500,000 fans yeah th that's nothing to come into the stadium yeah. that's just a portion they can come but yeah. the thing is I'm saying if you want people to really vaccinate we've got a lot of fans South Africa sports is huge in South Africa massive whether whether it's massive whether people whether people decide to come to the stadium or not but I, I, I can tell you now that if they say to us guys um Case, uh, Sundowns are playing Casey Chiefs in two weeks' time, and we want to allow twenty thousand fans yeah. on a ninety on a ninety thousand. And it'll be like a lottery, you know, like a lottery yeah. ticket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. And with those twenty thousand fans, we only need twenty thousand vaccinated people. Mm -hmm. Sundowns, we're giving you because it's your home game. We're giving you tickets of fifteen thousand. Yeah. Chiefs, you're visiting team. We give you five thousand vaccinated. Fans. 
Yeah. I'm telling you, as Sundowns, we have a responsibility to make sure that all the fans that are coming to the game are vaccinated. So be prior to that, yeah. we'll do what we're supposed to do because we want the fans to come back into the game. And once you see that happening, other teams will, will come forth because they will, they'll start playing their part. But but the thing is now you 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 not sure because the statement is not coming correct with the, with the, with, the, with all these things happening. So we, the teams actually get into the position they don't know whether the fans will be allowed. If let's say just come out and say guys, we can only allow fans uh, to come back into the stadium once they're vaccinated, and we're giving you uh, let's test maybe with certain certain game. You've got a you you've got a mandate. You've got a period where you can work where things around. As much as the fixtures are. Uh, congested, but teams do have people that can do all those things on the ground. Yeah, and, and don't forget, um, you know, 2,000 fans for any team at the moment in the stadium is going to bring in X amount of money, right? So if you've got an extra 200,000 rand coming in a month bra, for, the smaller, for the smaller teams, is it's a lot of money. So um, let's not forget about the economical scale of this as well. Exactly. So, yeah, dude, I don't know. But uh, I think time will tell. Um, let's move on to something a bit more brighter, a bit more happy. And Bufana's form and six points out of the last two games, which is well needed, top of the group. Um, first leg a lot more convincing than the second leg, even though um, we got six points. Uh, Teko, are we are we nearly there now to the World Cup? Are we nearly there? I mean, this is. Uh, I don't think we we got about six seven weeks. We didn't really expect us to uh, to be where we are, top of the league, uh, top of the log, unbeaten. Um, what's yeah. gone right, and 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 where do you see this going? Do you think we're going to qualify? Yeah, Sean. Yeah. I think yeah. that's that's the question that's on everybody's mind. Yeah. Uh, we we as South African, um, I wish we can. I I, I wish we, we do qualify mm. for 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 these young guys to, to, to get that experience and play in the World Cup. Mm. You know, um, um, it's 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 a hell of an experience. It's, I think, and the World Cup is the pinnacle. Yeah. That's where all the best players go. That's where the best players want to see themselves compete. And 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 for us, yes, we do have a huge task. Um, but, but but you know, with 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 a little bit of luck, we might. Mm. And uh, and looking at the performances as well, we 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 not very convincing. But we don't we don't we're not expecting a performance that will win us the World Cup. We 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 hopeful that we qualify so that mm. we can actually you know get excited about the World Cup itself. Mm. And. Um, and yes, we do have players that are showing glimpses of, of of their quality. But also, I, st I strongly believe as well that you know iron sharpens the iron because I, I strongly believe that there's certain players that they can be included in the national team and they'll bring out the best in other players as well. Mm. And um, yeah, we've spoken about that, haven't we? Yeah, and 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 for that, I, I, and I think you 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 it just that there's a lot of. There's a lot of friction in, in, in football these days. Where two weeks ago, Hugo Bruce came out and complained about not being allowed in the stadium. Blah blah blah. There's, there's a lot of there's a lot of friction in football lately, and yeah. and, and and I get that. I, I, there's a lot of frustrations, I, and I get that, and I and I and, and I and I and I respect that as well, you know. But the thing is, um, I, I strongly believe that the coach needs to needs, needs needs to probably maybe put his emotions aside and and, and look at. Who's performing right now? Who's mm. who's who's the best player? Who are the best players at this moment? Yeah. Not not looking at how old they are. You yeah. look at because it, for me, I would say, Sean, we need to keep we need to copy the uh, the best. Yes. 
you know and, Co and copy you, paste yeah, yeah. exactly and look at look at look at the best countries look at the best uh, footballing countries that are playing you look at their national team you look at the players right now italy is it's 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 doing very very well mm. you know and um you look at you look at you look at how how the players that they have and and and, and the experience that they have and 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 sometimes we we neglect the, ex the experience part because we're thinking experience won't help us but if you if you get a right mixture of players because i've spoken about this that some of the players are playing they're very talented yes they're playing for a smaller smaller teams where the pressure is way way less mm -hmm. the responsibilities are way way less and when you come into the national team you you you, you need that experienced players with, that can handle the pressure that can perform under pressure yeah and, and 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 i don't think we have enough in the national team and 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 for me is that's where the shortfall come through when we need experience when we need uh, um, uh, um, that victory that, it, that 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 we need to be smart about. That's yeah. why the experience will knock us down. Yeah, I know. And, and, and if you look as an outsider, um, but someone's going to say, "Take off me, we top of the log. What more do you want? Do you know what I mean?" And uh, yeah. so, but we, but we played against Ethiopian guys. Ethiopian. Yeah. I mean, really, we don't even have an Ethiopian playing. So, for the listeners out here, what needs to happen for Bafana to qualify? Do they qualify automatically? Are they in other stages or what? I think I think we need a reach now. I think we need a we need a we need one more victory. We've got, and, we've got and Ghana and Zimbabwe left, I think. We've, yeah, we've got two two tough uh, fixtures, and yeah. and in Ghana we know that uh, they they will bring out the best they can, mm. and uh, that will be a, a a fantastic test for for our young boys. Yeah. Um, Zimbabwe as well, it's very inconsistent, but it's always a problem playing against Zimbabwe as well. But look, it look it's it's possible to qualify. Yeah. Right. Uh, it's possible to. That's all we want to hear. It's possible. That's yeah. It's possible. And I think if, if the team believes um, uh, with the right mixture, yeah, with the right balance, we, we it's possible to qualify. It's possible. Yeah. Fingers crossed. Yeah. Um, and let's move into this next uh, segment or conversation, which is. Um, uh, I, I was actually shocked to read that it still wasn't happening because in my days we used to get drug tested all the time. Take, I'm sure back in your yes. days it was it was happening. Um, you would sort of get randomly picked, um, and obviously. Uh, I wish I wish uh, Sean. I wish I would say it, for me it was random. It was never random. I was tested all the f***ing time, bro. <laughs> You just look like a drug taker, bro. <laughs> <laughs> actually, a dealer. You look like one of the dealers. Um, oh man! But yeah, I mean, um, so. They, they said that it's going to be coming back, which I was I was shocked. I didn't even know it wasn't uh, there at the moment. Um, but I think this has come from the Olympics, and I think we touched on this tackle that uh, a few of the players were tested positive um, just before the Olympics or at the Olympics for um, narcotics, which is unbelievable. Um, Teko, your, your take on this? I mean, what's your opinion? What should be done if a player is tested for a banned substance? What? In the PSL, we, we know what the we know what the rules are abroad. Um, obviously, the PSL is its own set of rules and it's very f flexible mm. in terms of this. Um, we have seen players being banned for four or five years before in the PSL. Um, should there be a ban for life? Should there be um, what should a ban should be imposed? And, and are you a fan of this this sort of a, a drug testing in inverted commas? Look, I'm 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 a fan of of, of drug testing, but uh, I'm I'm also not sure as to um whether things are done properly or not yeah i i strongly believe uh, look sean well, no, sorry, let me let me jump in there. that's a good point that um still nothing there has been no investigation done 
in terms of the Olympic players that were tested for drugs. So just to add on what you're saying, there's still nothing yeah. been said about. It. It's been swept under the carpet, which is a uh, uh, which tells me that it was three or four big name players, and it's just look uh, and, 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 and not and not just that, Sean. Um, um, I'm not just about the Olympic players. Even when I was playing, um, yeah. the, there's players that I knew that they were smoking. Yeah, whether they were opponents or what, I I, I knew those, but but they were still playing. But it's yeah. just that for me, I was still saying that the the the. If, oh, okay. If, Can I, 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 don't think, I don't know. I don't know if weed is a performance enhancing drug, right? but <laughs> it's not allowed. It's, it's not allowed. It's, but I mean, it's, it's not allowed. There's substances that are not allowed, right? Yeah. And 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 in most cases, uh, 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 you find some other teams uh, when when the, the the players in those teams they're actually they self medicating. Sure. And 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 without knowledge, they start they start taking things that are not supposed they're not supposed to. And when you do tests, they come out. But yeah. the, the thing is, if, if there's no educational background on this, uh, we're always going to have issues, especially yeah. when it comes to those big, big tournaments. And, 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 and for the fact that there's no consistency with the drug testing within the league itself, it, 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 there's a lot of gray areas where players now, they, they, they feel like, listen, Sean, for us, for players to, to stay professional, they need to know what's happening with the drug testing. They need to see that happening. The last time we had this type of issue, it was a long time ago. And after that, nothing happened after that. And I'm, I'm not saying it's, some, it's, some, it's a sanction that needs to be taken all the time because mm -hmm. of the background of where we come from and, 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 and all the opportunities that are not there. But I'm just yeah. saying there need to be strict rules about it. And, and those rules, they, they, they need to be implemented. When somebody found positive, they need to come out and say so that other players can learn. You cannot, as a footballer, as a professional footballer, go to this game and buy your own cough mi uh, mixture. No, no, no. You cannot. No. But not everybody knows that. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. So, so sometimes it's not it's it's not necessarily people taking drugs. It's it's people taking wrong medication or medication that they think it's okay because the you know uh, uh, everybody buys on top of medication. Not understanding that in a football sense, in a sporting world, they're not allowed. And those are education. Those are things that needs to be educated to our players, and they're not. Yeah, I mean, and just in terms of those Olympic players that were tested positive for drugs, one was one was, and one was me. Yeah, and that is uh, that's insane, dude. Allegedly, and I'm assuming those players are still playing. Well, we don't know who the players are, right? For the fact that you know, Sean, then we still keeping such things secret for what? Yes, yes. We're getting exposed internationally, and then we come back, we're like, oh, I don't know, I don't sit this under the carpet, don't, don't yeah. do these things. Yeah. For what, guys? We, and then at the end of the day, we, we, those are the same players that if we don't help them now, they'll never be as good as they, they should be. They'll never be the great that they should be. Correct. We, we shorten their careers by sweeping such things under, uh, on the, on, under the carpet. We need to bear in mind there's a lot of influence. Those players might be very influential and uh, being influential, meaning other guys as well seeing you doing this, they're thinking it's cool, they follow you. Now you have a bunch of players that are doing the same thing. What are you going to do then? Yeah, no, 100%. It's, 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 uh, it's, it's, I'm happy that the, uh, I presume it's the PSL that's taking a stance to this. Um, and um, yeah, I think we're both in agreement that it needs to be happening. And I'm, I'm actually surprised it hasn't been happening. So uh, good one on that. Um, let's move on to the, oh, this is quite a big uh, story that's been in our papers the last two, three, four weeks, even Brandon Truton Swallows, um, a lot of tension in the Swallows camp, um, he was put on leave, he's come back now, um, 
yeah, there is so much happening behind the scenes as well as it seems though at, at the moment. Um, there was talk of Dadla being put in as the head coach, which he took over when Brandon Truter was on leave. The results didn't go his way. Brandon Truter is now back. Apparently, uh, the chairman, uh, Swallow's chairman's phone has been ringing off the hook for new coaches to come in. Uh, Teko, do you think Brandon Truter's time is up? Uh, if so, what, who, who's the right guy for the Swallow's job? Sure. Um, whoever that's available is not good enough. <laughs> 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 oh man, I think I, I don't even believe that I said that. Uh, <laughs> look, um, Solos is uh, is is um, there's there's a lot of history behind the name itself, yeah. and and as fans, we we want to see um, Solos uh, uh, participating and 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 continuing being in the PSO. And you look at all the available coaches. And you look at how also this uh, 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 tutor situation has been has been handled. Yeah. It's 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 very sketchy and scary as well. In a sense that you 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 giving the coach uh, you putting the coach on leave or whatever the case might be. And on the other hand is did did you uh, ever see that anywhere else in the world to put a coach no, on leave and then he comes back? Like, no, I've I've, I've, I've I haven't experienced that, wow. but also it's is 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 be frank about it. Like it does with those type of things. Sometimes the management think those smaller things they don't affect the dressing room. Of course, they and, do. and 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 they do affect the dressing room because there's a lot of uncertainty and 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 also the fear of 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 okay if if this is happening with the coach now with this new coach that doesn't know us you know there's a new coach that doesn't uh, know who we are what you've done for this team what he how how is he going to look at us what yeah. system does he want to play yeah. but if things are open out and open i'm like okay guys we uh, uh, the truth is no longer our coach we, we're finding a new coach and then there's 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 there's, there's facts on yeah. the table yeah. Instead of instead of the suspension, there's this. You, I think Solos needs to come out and say, or they don't need to come out and say and explain anything. They just if they want to find a new coach, they need to find a new coach as soon as possible. Mm. If not, they need to bring Tutor back and probably maybe add on and maybe one of the most experienced or maybe experienced coach to have three guys, three different heads on the on on the bench as well. Hey, hey, hey. And and possibly maybe. And and possibly maybe give 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 um, you know more stability because the thing is I um, we've seen this type of situation where the coach comes through help the team to get into the league the first season they're great mm. the second season when things are a little bit tough is the first one to bounce mm. not understanding the challenges that comes with within the league itself because mm. at the end of the day you as a team are, are the ones that are signing players and you signing players with with the mentality that they're gonna do good, not understanding or not looking at the whole challenges that you or teams that you 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 are your direct uh, uh, opponents. Yeah. For Swallows, the direct opponents are your Cape Town cities, you know, all the type of stuff, your Barocas and all the type of stuff. Mm. But at the end of the day, if if things are not clear at, at Swallows, that's gonna affect the dressing room. And lately it's been affecting the dressing room, and you can see on the pitch. Just come out and, and clear things out for the players' sanity as well, for the players to start performing well, because you do have experienced players on the team that yeah. can help the team to turn things around. But you need to you need to find a solution. Find a solution. Yeah, and the names that have been thrown in the hat there are Dan Malasela, Gordon Ingerson, Dylan Kerr. I'm not too sure if uh, what's his name, who's come back from Egypt, was thrown in there as well. Uh, but you know, three big names. Let, let's see what happens. I mean, it's. Um, 
you know, Truth has done well in the past. He's sort of got them back to where they belong. And unfortunately, football can be cruel, as we've seen. But uh, time will tell, Teko. We'll keep our eye on that one. That's, uh, that's some exciting stuff. But from there, we move into our international news desk. Welcome our world correspondent, Mr. Kurt Buckerfield. How are you, sir? Johnny, I'm good. How are you, man? Yeah. Long time, hey, man. Teko. Buckerfield, Buckerfield, Buckerfield. Yes, guys. <laughs> How What's are you, happening? Mr. Bucket? I'm good. I'm good. I'm, I'm off to Spain this weekend, so I'm excited. Oh, tell us a bit more. I'm going with La Liga. Um, I'm going to go watch sure. Barcelona and Valencia on Sunday night at Camp Nou. Um, yeah, and then I think we might go to another game, but that's yet to be confirmed. But only a few days, but can't wait. Wow, when you say we, who's we? Um, I think it's just going to be, I'm the only guy going from South Africa, but there'll be some other oh. journalists from around the world, yeah. Okay, and your chick is happy that you're going to where you'll have to start. <laughs> no, definitely, definitely. Okay, as yeah. long as you've got that. Okay, well, that's a nice one, but let's... Let's move on swiftly. What is happening in the north of England with Newcastle's financial takeover? Um, yeah, Saudi Arabia-led investment group has completed a £305 million acquisition of the English football club Newcastle United, overcoming human rights and piracy concerns to become the latest Middle Eastern owner in the world's favourite sport. What's your take on this, Curti? And are the, are the local Geordies happy with this? Oh, yeah. I mean, they're, they're happy with it. And I think that's my... Look, it's controversial. I understand why it's controversial. Um, they own 80% of Newcastle United, um, the Saudi Arabian Public uh, Investment Fund, which is chaired by Crown Prince Mohammed bin Salman. Um, and Saudi Arabia has a, a poor record of human rights abuses, which naturally leads to people questioning whether a state should own a football club. And this is why you'll see Manchester City and PSG get such flack. Mm. Um, of course, uh, Manchester City funded by UAE and then PSG funded by Qatar. Mm. But the Premier League say that they have received legally um, binding assurances that the Saudi state will not control the football club, which is kind of ironic um, given that they own 80%. Um, and then you've got other partners and uh, investors with them in this, um, the Rubin brothers, and then um, there's PCP Capital Partners, which is, um, or who's... Checker. Yes, that's Amanda Stavely, and it looks like she's very much um, the face of this takeover. She's she's the one on the training ground meeting the players, and she's doing the interviews. Um, But so no. she knows a lot about soccer. Yeah, 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 yeah. big time. <laughs> but all of that aside, I, I completely understand why Newcastle fans um, yeah, are, are excited. Actually, was a wasn't he? Exactly, and it was a 14-year yeah. um, dreadful reign where there wasn't much investment in the team. Um, mm. the, the, the football has been quite appalling. They've been relegated a few times. Um, so I can understand their excitement. They're allowed to feel relieved that they uh, can look forward to big players coming in and. Um, yeah, I, I can't, uh, personally, I can't wait to see who they bring in, uh, what kind of signings they make, what manager they replace Steve Bruce with, because we know that's coming very soon. Um, so I think it's going to be very interesting having another mega rich club in the Premier League, um, because you just know that they are able to afford pretty much anyone in the world, um, whether top, top players you know, want to take their careers to Newcastle right away this early in the takeover remains to be yeah. seen 
but well, it's only a matter of time, right? Yeah, and, and, but you will and, see and, in January. You know, they're going to yeah. sign. I reckon about four or five players. I think they've yeah. they've got 190 million pounds to spend. They'll probably sign four or five players, um, yeah. players that you know maybe like of the Jesse Lingard level, um, yeah. to to try and get them to a point where they are um, consistently maybe a top <laughs> six team. Yeah, and then from there, yeah. from there, it goes to the bigger signings, and Newcastle suddenly will be, you know, effectively a new Manchester City. So, in 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 essence, am I right in saying that possibly Newcastle are the richest team in the world? Then? Yes, yes, yeah. that's what all the reports say. Apparently, they are the richest team in the world. Yeah, overnight, wow. crazy. Wow, yeah, that is. Uh... Um, money, 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 yeah, money. Yeah, money, 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 money. <laughs> but let's move on to a, a bizarre story. Um, uh, PSG star Neymar has revealed that the 2022 FIFA World Cup may be his last for Brazil. And I just want to touch on what he said, yeah, quote, unquote, I see it as my last because I don't know if I have the strength of mind to deal with football anymore. Yeah. I mean, are you being serious? Crazy. I don't, I, I don't know. I, I think, <laughs> what is this like? <laughs> so, obviously at 29, those comments are going to be surprising to many, but I think I, I don't think it will be his last. I don't think Neymar's going to retire from international football next year. But I do think that um, there is something weird brewing between Neymar and Brazilian fans um, with whom he has seemed to have a very weird relationship with over the last couple of years. Um, look, remember Neymar was 18, I think, when he debuted for Brazil. And he was very much see, uh, seen as like the second coming of Pele. At the time, everyone was very excited about his career. Um, yeah. But since then, he's only won the FIFA Confederations Cup trophy. Yes. Um, and that came in 2013 before the 2014 World Cup. Um, and, and the Olympics. Yeah, the Olympics, but that counts for a major trophy, but not as a major first team trophy. Um, and I think yeah. Brazilian fans being very demanding given the success that the national team has had in the past. Um, they want the World Cup and that hasn't been won since 2002. Um, and Neymar, I think when he came in, was, was kind of the hope, the guy who was going, to, was going to get them over the line, get them that World Cup trophy that they haven't won in years. I think Brazil are the most successful international team when it comes to the World Cup. Um, so it's understandable that they have such high expectations um, and then especially um, expectations for a a teenager who came through and was playing at the highest level in Brazil at 17, 16, and wasn't just you know playing well. He was like the best player in the league by by quite some distance before he he eventually went to Barcelona. And then you know in, in, in 2018 he has a really bad World Cup where I don't know if you guys remember, but he was just rolling all over the floor. Um, there were all those memes going around. Um, I think Brazil fans were quite frustrated with him. Um, also, that was a year after he had left Barcelona for PSG, which was kind of seen as an unambitious move. Why would you go to the French League One, in the, arguably in the prime of your career? Um, and then he missed Brazil's 2019 Copa America winning campaign through injury. He returned for this year's edition, the 2021 edition, um, which they lost to Argentina in the final. Neymar had a brilliant tournament, but couldn't get them over the line there. Um, and then since then, he's, he's been accused of being overweight. Um, I think his lifestyle is something that Brazilian fans uh, question, which isn't uncommon for Brazilian players. Sure. Um, but no, I, I think that he has a, a weird relationship with them. And I think that 
he feels, or he definitely feels like he deserves more respect given that he is, I think, one of their all-time uh, record appearance makers. He is uh, the second on the list for uh, goals. Um, mm -hmm. He's just behind Pele. So I think it's, it's a strange one because if you look at his numbers, you would say Neymar's had a, a great international career. Um, but do, do you think his move to PSG has sort of um, put him in a different light? I think so, yeah. yeah. I, I don't yeah. think he ever should have made that move at 25 years old. Um, and I, I don't know if I'm a huge believer in karma, but you know, since then he's had major injuries, three long-term injuries that mm. I, I did the, the math the other day. He's missed, in the last four years, Neymar's missed 101 matches for club and country um, through injuries. That's a lot of games. That is a lot of games. Wow. A lot of games. That's a, a young mm. professional's entire career. You know, like wow. Erling Haaland and those guys. He's missed 101 games. I think 80, 85 of them have come for PSG. Um, so I think that, yeah, I, I don't think he should have made that move. Um, a lot of off-field incidences. Uh, incidences? Incidents. Um, anyway, <laughs> I, I, it's been weird. Um, he's a great player, but yeah, he's just he's, he's on a bad run of form too. Um, and maybe he's suffering with depression or anxiety. Maybe he's feeling like he can't live up to those standards. Um, and maybe he feels like this is a way of communicating that to the Brazilian fans. Like, look, if you guys aren't going to respect me and, and treat me better, then I'm just going to go because uh, what more can I possibly do? Sure. Okay. A lot to digest there, Koti. But you can piss <laughs> off now to Spain. Thank you very much. Cheers, guys. I'll speak to you on Wednesday. And I, it's the, I think I get back Tuesday. So. I'll speak to you Lovely. guys and tell you all about it. Ah, oh, fantastic. Pics, eh? Send a selfie. Send oh, well. a selfie. Oh, well. <laughs> cheers, fellas. Oh, boy. Ciao, ciao. Cheers, 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 cheers. So, Aiden, our producer, has kindly sent me a WhatsApp um, just explaining where we got a bit confused, Teko, in terms of whether Bafana qualify automatically. So, there are 10 groups in the African qualifiers. Only the top of each group goes through. Mm -hmm. Now there are 10 teams, those 10 teams then play each other and the top five goes through. Come online and explain that bro, because I don't have a clue. Oh yeah, I, I understand what he says. Like after after you, you, you qualify in, 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 uh, within the group itself, uh, all those top teams, they have to play each other because five teams need to bounce from, from Africa to go to the World Cup. So there's no automatic... No, no, no. Then uh, with those five teams, I think uh, with the ten teams that are there, I think it's going to be like a, one of those knockout stages or whatever the case. Uh, okay. I don't know how it's situated, but I know that it's five, only five countries will go to, to the World Cup from Africa. Alrighty. Thank Unless you, Thank you yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so we, we we're not quite there yet. Yeah, because um, also, and I and I think also there's an there's a maybe. Also with the top with the top qualifiers, I think there's also maybe number two or the best qualified number two or something like that. But also when when you in the first position, it gives you an opportunity you know, to play the best on the other side. I think yeah. it's it's something like that, yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay, I got you. Yeah, let's move to the next this this, this next story, which we chat about Chiefs a lot. Um, and if you look in the latest Soccer Duma newspaper, they talk about five solutions for Stuart Baxter. And uh, basically, with Kaiser Chiefs sitting in 12th position on the log, uh, after six matches, improvements are needed. Um, they talk about settling on a specific goalkeeper, um, finding a makeshift striker, three defensive midfielders that aren't specifically needed, uh, the use of Ingobo in the back four, and uh, to play Machini in, uh, back into form. Teko, 
Um, all these are probably true. I mean, everyone's got their own opinion, but I do think that having a uh, your number one as a as a goalkeeper makes a massive difference to the team. The problem is, um, I think with Akpai, he's probably the most reliable to get short-term results. But you've got to look at uh, Bruce Vuma. Um, he knew he needs matches in terms of a long-term replacement, right, uh, for Acuna. Same as Brandon Peterson. Um, um, what do you think has to change? I know we've sort of touched on this week after week, but what do you think has to change fundamentally for Kaiser Chiefs going forward? Do you think there needs to be additions made to the team in the January transfer window? The Stuart backs just need a bit more time. Um, what's your opinion on this? I think, I think the coach needs a little bit of more time. Um, with the squad that they have, they do have a, a really, really good squad. The only issue uh, that I'm seeing um, is having so many players um, playing, not necessarily so many players, but players that are really, really good, play out of position, and they're expected to do the business. Yes, they, they, they will give you that average performance, but when you play them in their, in, in their natural positions, I think they're giving you the best that they can. And, and and I strongly feel like uh, your Jabula Blom um, should mm. be in the midfield. Uh, he's doing well defensively, though. Yeah, but he's not doing great in the <laughs> midfield. In the midfield, he's great. Yeah, it's a good point. You know, uh, in the midfield, he's great, and I don't think I don't think a player of his quality should be sacrificed for 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 for, for anybody. Let let them fight for positions in the midfield. Yeah, create create competition, and and, and I strongly feel that uh, with uh, with with the novel being, um, um, I think it was voted the best defender last season, coming to the Kaiser Chiefs uh, uh, a team where they were struggling defensively last season. I, I thought you would walk into the team because it, it brings it brings that different dimension into his play. He's a very confident boy, very comfortable in the ball. Mm. I don't see I don't see why she, why he should be used as the right back or one of the three. I think use him as his best position because you also want to have your best players in the right positions as well. And I think at the centre backs, they didn't fight for, for positions. Cardoso and Mato, they've been marshalling the defence for the longest time. Mm -hmm. There needs to be change there. You bring in Dube, give the boy a little bit of a chance. But of course, now that the things are not really, really going well, it's very difficult to give everybody a chance. But when things yeah. go right, you can actually slot him in and give him a chance. But I think Ngobo should be starting at the back. Yeah, I agree. And, and uh, and Mshini in the midfield, I think he was one of him and Blom last season were one of the outstanding players for Kaiser Chiefs. And the fact that Mshini comes in as a sub as an impact player, it, it it it's it's really 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 scary because this is a young boy that was carrying you know the the the, the, the whole team last mm. season. Mm. And 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 as players to to mature to grow to become better, we need game time. And and I think this boy, irrespective of his age, he needs to be given that enough game time. And uh, let them find positions in, the, in in those in those midfield. You know, took a system a little bit. Uh, let it suit the players that you have. And I can see what Stuart Baxter also at, at times what he's trying to do. He's trying to play five, thirty-five, two at the back. You know, mm. where where Clanton now is playing higher up, but mm. the 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 and 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 Blom playing higher up. The, the thing is, I, I I I I get it. I understand it. But but you look at the personalities that you have. You look at the energy levels as well. You know, Clante, Clante for me, if I if I had to coach right now, I, I would find a, a younger left back with more energy and I'll play Clante as a left centre back. 
you know, wow. yeah. because of his experience, uh, because of his calmness on the ball, you yes. know, can read the game well. Because players mature as well. Because they on the, on the left hand side, with his age, you 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 exposing him, especially on a three five two system where he's to he's the only one on the left hand side where he needs to run up and down. Mm. And, and 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 look at the games that he's played the, all the uh, all the years also that he's carrying as well. It's 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 not an advantage to your team. Yeah. And 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 as for goalkeeping department, I think the goalkeeper coach needs to come into play at KD Sheets and be the be the guy that says that comes to the coach and says, coach, mm-hmm. I think this and this and this and uh, so and so is ready to to lead the team. And with the goalkeepers, it's one position that you cannot rotate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As, yeah. as 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 often because you want you want the co- the goalkeeper to have more game time to have also the defenders as well and as a team uh, you need to trust the goalkeeper as well. For me as a player, I always wanted to play with a goalkeeper that I can trust. I don't want to. Yeah. Uh, now Sean Roberts. Sh- a Sean Roberts. You mean. A Sean Roberts. Somebody shoots from a center line, it's, it becomes a goal. So <laughs> where do you want us to defend, Chief? <laughs> I mean, really, they score you from a f-ing center line. Jeez, come on. Or they man. score you, or, or 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 anybody that takes a shot at you to goal. So how do you want us to? defend so you need a goalkeeper that you can trust right and 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 for that that's where the goalkeeper coach comes in as well that that that, that implements that 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 makes sure that you know within within the philosophy of the team which goalkeeper suits this type of philosophy because if you want to play from the back you want to be comfortable on the ball you can have Vuma in you can have Itu in but yeah. if you want if you want to a shot stop or somebody that stop the balls if there's a new there's a new guy that comes in what's his name you just said his name now Brandon Peterson uh, yeah, yeah, he's good. Give him an give him an opportunity. Is he, is he, is he injured? Age. I don't know whether he was injured or not, but for the fact that you've got so many choices, uh, yeah. so many goalkeepers to choose yeah. from, I think also it, it gives you, uh, uh, it makes you do unnecessary things. The yeah, rotation yeah. because you've got you've got a, you've, you've you've got multiple choice, to, you know. But I think for me, it's it's find the stability within the team, find find the core, and 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 even if your philosophy doesn't suit the type of players that you have. Try another one because it's always okay to try something new within the. Because for me also, I don't see Keegan Dole as a winger anymore. Mm. He's not gonna give you the up and downs, the one v ones. He's not that player anymore. He's the yeah. player that is now that sees the pass. He's he's very smart now. Oh, the the one twos, yeah. The one twos. And so play him next to the box. You know, let let Keegan Dole and and Mshini fight for positions. It, the more yeah. you create competition within the teams, like I said earlier on, I Shepard's eye. The more you create competition within the teams, mm. the better the players they become. Yeah, I couldn't agree more, Teko, and this is why we have you on the show, because of that amazing breakdown. But uh, um, in essence, I think uh, Baxter deserves there's a bit more time, um, yes. and guys need a bit more patience, and the results will come, I'm sure. And don't forget, Nurkovic is only out for a couple more months, so yeah. uh, not too much damage done. Um, let's move on to this week in football history. Today, we remember great moments from the past. We dive into the time capsule. Join us as we remember great moments from this week in football history. On the 13th of October 2006, FIFA announced its decision to dock Cameroon six points in their qualification campaigns for the 2010 World Cup and 2008 African Cup of Nations, all because of the indomitable Lions wore a unitard. Cameroon had a history of kit controversy after wearing sleeveless shirts at the 2002 African Cup of Nations. Afterward, FIFA told them they could not wear them at the 2002 World Cup, so Puma Cameroon's kit maker added black sleeves for that tournament. I remember that fondly, actually. On the 16th of October 2009, Ghana won the Under-20 World Cup, beating Brazil on penalties 4-3, and they did it despite playing most of the match with only 10 men. 
And on the 18th of October 2005, Thierry Henry scored a brace to lift Arsenal past Sparta Prague on the third match day of the UEFA Champions League uh, group stage. In doing so, he passed former record holder Ian Wright to become the, the club's top goal scorer. Sure, I also remember that. We're getting old, Teko. Um, let's move on to place your bets and takes. I think you got all of them right last week, actually. But Supersport at home to Barocca. How do you see this one going? Um, uh, I think it's it's a super spot victory. Yeah, yeah. I think so too. Chiefs versus Chipper. I want Chiefs to win. <laughs> but are they going to? <laughs> Dude, I want Chiefs to win. Yeah. I think Chiefs needs a break, bro. You know, Chiefs needs a really, really good break. And 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 I remember. Let me show you this. With you. I remember having a conversation with one of the uh, Sundance coaches after Sundance played Kelly Chiefs. I said, Kelly Chiefs, they looked very good on that day. Mm. And then I said, Yo, I'm impressed with how Kelly Chiefs are playing. He said, If Kelly Chiefs continues like this, they're gonna, they're gonna, they're gonna make the league exciting. Mm -hmm. And 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 uh, and the reason why I'm saying I want Kelly Chiefs to win is I want Kelly Chiefs to be to feel good about themselves and start playing and start winning again because I know how exciting the league will be. Yeah. Plus, with this conversation of bringing fans back into the stadium. Yes. We need, we need, we need, we need teams, other teams, especially big teams that are performing besides Mamelodi Sundance. We need that within the league. Yeah, we do. And, and and if Chiefs are on form, it's probably, in my opinion, the only team to push Sundance. To be honest, in this league, um, and but don't forget the return of Gavin Hunt as well. So that that's yeah, that'll be. I think the game will be more interesting on the bench than. Yeah, <laughs> I agree. I agree. Um, Arrows versus Sundance. Nah, Sundance. Yeah. Yeah, nah, no points. There. Nah, easy three points. And let's move on to the English Premier League. These two games, Leicester versus Man United, big game. Yeah, but uh, I think Leicester struggling. If, if you see them, they're, they're not even on the top eight, mm. and and it's very weird to see Leicester there, especially the last two three years. They've been doing yes. very well, and and with Man U, I think they do have the pressure. They do have the main guy that wants to win everything. Mm. So I think uh, it should be a win for Manchester United. Yeah, I, I do agree. Um, Newcastle versus Spurs, obviously Spurs not ideal start either with a couple of surprising losses but a couple of big victories as well. Newcastle just being purchased, the guys will be literally on a high um, and I think it's a home game for Newcastle. I'm actually going to go for a Newcastle win, yeah. Um, I, I'm a Spurs, I, I, I have a soft spot for Spurs and I, and I strongly think that of course with, with Newcastle will come on the high but also comes with so much uncertainties because players don't know that now. We can be sold because quality players can come through because now we got the money. Mm, crazy. So, so it's it's one of those you know situation. But I, I strongly feel that Spurs needs to needs to bring it home. Yeah, let let's see. I mean, uh, Newcastle fans have been driven crazy lately. And talking about drive, let's move on to the car of the week. <laughs> This week, we, uh, well, I've sort of done a mini review of the Mazda BT 53 litre turbo diesel double cab 4x4. Um, Mazda has ditched the Ford routes used for its previous BT 50 and now uses both a platform and powertrains from Isuzu for its latest lifestyle, Bucky. The styling of the latest BT 50 is certainly an improvement over the previous model, with the brand adopting the same so called Kodo design language for the exterior with a large grille and a chrome around compact LED headlamps and a broad lower bumper. While the powertrain is surprisingly good, things start to come undone when the product is presented with anything other than a perfectly smooth road, offering a harsh, bouncy ride reminiscent of Bucky's of old. 
The flagship 3-liter turbo diesel double cab 4x4 is priced at $795,000 and comes with a three-year unlimited mileage warranty and service plan. My verdict, it's slightly overpriced with the performance you're getting. I believe there are much better SUVs similarly priced out there. So I do give it a seven out of 10. Damn, I'm getting good at that, eh? Sponsor you, Sean. Come on, say it. Um, <laughs> but of course, if you can afford 795,000 Rand, you've got to be motivated to get there. And this motivation comes from one of my mentors. Um, uh, geez, I forgot his name. What the uh, f? Your Bob mentor. Proctor. Bob Proctor. Go, go check out Bob Proctor. He says, learn to always look for the opportunity in every challenge and experience. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. I really, really like it. Yeah, I like it. I thought you might like it. Take care. Yes, sir. But guys, that is how we wrap up episode 91. Can you believe we've done 91 episodes of The Car Wash? Whether you've been listening on SL Podcasts at CRZA, Google Play, Apple Podcasts or Mucky Gang 96.7 Game Time. Thank you for tuning in. I've been your host, Sean Robertson, of course, my good friend, Mr. Teko Madise. Good show, Shani. Thanks, my boy, you too. And we'll see you same time, same place next week in Kozikakulu. Shop. Today is a great day for a car wash. Yeah, sure. Car wash. <laughs> <laughs> this is the car wash on the SL Podcast. This is a car. Bana and Baba.